Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do we really also have to, like, improve ourselves now? It just seems like so much work. Hey, hi, what's up? It's me, Melanie. Welcome back to Unfiltered. Here, going solo today. I've chosen to do a solo. I don't know why. I'm in a, in a bit of a strange place. Everything going on in Ukraine right now. Uh, it's just um, it's tough times. And it's hard to do a podcast. It's hard to do anything that makes me feel happy without also not feeling my heart wrenched out, like I'm sure most of you feel. And um, yet we have to keep living somehow, right? I, I just, I can't figure out what I'm supposed to be doing here. I've got Alanis playing in the background. I'm probably going to get this episode pulled because I'm, <laughs> I should probably stop that. I, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to turn it down. Hold on. Oh, so good. So good. So good. Alanis. Okay, I turned it off. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Alanis Morissette is going out on tour. She is celebrating the 25th anniversary of Jagged Little Pill. When did Jagged Little Pill turn 25? I can't even. Makes me feel 100. It really does. It was so long ago, right? But um, still one of the best albums of all time. Either way, she is going to be hitting Bud Stage in Toronto on July 17th. And then she is going to be part of Blues Fest in Ottawa, which is exciting. This is the first time that I'm actually going to be able to go to Blues Fest in Ottawa. You know there's more going on in Ottawa than the convoy, the trucker convoy. <laughs> there's other things that happen there. I hear the byword market is amazing. <laughs> Just... So I've been told. I know a lot of people say that about Ottawa. It's the like place that fun forgot or whatever. But um, my Ottawa, my boyfriend, says that's not the case. My Jew, he's much older than I am. So it's probably why. Um, yeah, so getting back to Ukraine, um, it's, I've, I found it very difficult. Let me get something here. Hold on. Yeah, I have found it to put it into words how I'm feeling and um, I read this, you know, I won't read the whole um, piece, but someone wrote, I'm washing my face before bed while a country is on fire. It feels dumb to wash my face and dumb not to. It has never been this way and it has always been this way. Someone has always clinked a cocktail glass in one hemisphere as someone loses a home in another. And it goes on and on. Um you know, that everything is unbearable and remarkable all at the same time. Two things are true, right? And um, so this is where I find myself having difficulty having conversation. Uh, I appreciate Jenny being on the uh, last episode of the podcast, but I am finding myself in a weird place where I'm having a difficult time having regular conversations right now because I'm not really um, quite sure what I should be doing and or feeling. Just being real. 
Maybe you feel that way too. Maybe I'm not quite sure. Uh, A little annoyed with the gas prices, obviously. I'm sure you are as well. By the way, just a heads up. This just came out. You probably knew this already. But uh, the U.S. Department of Energy said that aggressive drivers, you're lowering your gas mileage by 30% on the highway. So if you're an aggressive driver, not only is it dangerous. I know I feel like I'm talking to you like my mom. Not only dangerous, but it is dangerous. It's costing you more and it's costing you so much these days. So just, you know, calm down before you head out on the roads. Just do some meditation, whatever it is you need to do. You cannot to be angry driving right now. You, you actually can't afford it unless you're doing great, you know, financially. But for everybody else, you probably can't afford to drive that fast. Okay. Just a heads up. These gas prices are insane. I am not filling my tank up all the way. Like I said, I just, I, I just can't do it. Now we heard that um, the mask mandates are changing. You ready to take the mask off? You ready for uh, the old ways? Apparently a lot of people learned stuff during this pandemic. I mean, how many times have you heard? Well, if anything, the pandemic has taught us, right? But a lot of people say they want to improve themselves since this pandemic. The number one thing people want to work on is more compliments. I mean, that's fine, right? Like we all need more compliments. That's okay. Also using more polite language, less swearing, and setting aside the phone during conversations. Obviously, uh, to be more present in conversation, I think that's a great thing. But here's, I'm happy that people want to change, you know, and improve themselves. But that's a big job. That's a big task. And haven't we just like been through it? You know, I know there's far greater things going on in the world, as I just mentioned. But we've been through some serious emotional stuff. We're still going through it, being bombarded with stuff. Do we really also have to like improve ourselves now? It just seems like so much work. I don't know. I just want to be like a grumpy, frumpy person for a while because I'm just not in the mood at all to improve myself. There's a Toronto building. I don't know if you heard about this, but the story went viral. A Toronto building uh, was forced to remove signage that was meant to welcome the employees back to the office last week because, you know, everybody's heading back into the office. Oxford Properties, you know about it, right, in Toronto. They had put these sign up signs up. Um, in an, in an attempt to be lighthearted, they said, some of them said, um, like, do you miss your jogging pants yet? And then there was another one of like a sad dog saying the dog was going to miss the person. Obviously a lot of backlash online, obviously from the employer employees as well. So they removed them. They removed the signs because they got so much backlash. They said in an attempt to be lighthearted, the signage came off as uncaring. Yes, it did. Very uncaring. I mean, I don't know if their intention there was just to have people like flooded with resentment as they went back to work. But people have been home comfortable working and you got signs making fun of you having to come back into the office. Crazy. Are you, like people are also like more relaxed, too, in their dress. Right. I mean, in, in what you're wearing to work, you're going to see, you know, a lot more, I don't know, Van Halen T-shirts at the office. Which I think is fine. Some people don't. It's a small minority of people don't think it's okay. This story also going viral uh, this week. 
A woman wants her husband to pay her $50,000 to have a baby. Yeah, well, let me say that again. A woman wants her husband to pay her $50,000 to have a baby. My question to you is, does she have a point? They both make a lot of money. They're both big earners, about $175,000 each. She's obviously, if she's having the baby, she's saying that she's going to be staying home for six months, for the first six months. He might, I guess, for the second half or for another six months. But she's saying, look, my body's going to change. Everything's going to change for me. I think you should pay me $50,000. People are really split about this. I mean, I, I've read a lot of things. People think it's fair since they've always kept their finances separate. He should be giving her some of the money that she's going to lose. Um, they both want the baby. The guy says it feels gross and transactional. Mm. A lot of people turned off by the idea, too, but I don't know. I mean, if you're not splitting the money, right, if you're not splitting your income on the regular she is the one who's going to lose money. So somehow you got to figure that out together. Like how you're going to make up for that. Because it, it just doesn't seem fair to me. But like making a transaction, like an actual physical transaction, I'm going to pay you. I mean, I like to, l let me know. I got to be honest. I really don't have much of an opinion on that one. I'm kind of like, I just feel like, fair and square make it fair and square you know make it just make it fair that's all do you believe in ghosts do you believe in demons or werewolves or vampires or psychics usually we see these kind of um you know questionnaires that go out around halloween but for whatever reason it's in march here we are <laughs> anyways i like it though apparently 36 percent of people think that ghosts are real I don't want to believe that they're real. I don't want any visiting me. Anyone or anything that has passed away in my in my life, I have openly said, please don't come and see me. Don't come and see me in my dreams. Don't come and see me in the corner of the bed. I don't. Please don't. I'm afraid. So I, I don't want to believe in it. Demons. 37% of people believe in demons over ghosts. Again, don't want to believe in that. Werewolves, a little bit lower, only 7%. Uh, and vampires, small percentage there. Only 7% of people believe in vampires. I'm going to tell you, I don't actually believe they exist, but I want them to. <laughs> I mean, hello, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. I mean, every romantic novel or anything that is about vampires, it's like romantic and it's sexy and they come and take you. I mean, I don't want them to hurt you. Not like actually hurt you, but you know, there's something sexy about that. So that's kind of hot to me, but only if like they don't actually physically hurt you and psychics. Duh. Of course they're real. 37% of people believe that psychics are real. Let me know. Slide into the DMS. This story. Um, one last story I want to tell you about is, um, going viral. And I got to tell you, like it's, it scared me so bad. Uh, there's some guy in London. It's always London. His name's Aaron. He went viral last week. Apparently, he's got like a, quite the YouTube channel and he's popular on TikTok and all the things. But he's going viral because he has a spider room. He's got a room in his house for his spiders. 
100 tarantulas. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if you're scared of spiders like I am, then this is just not cool. Why would you? He said that he first purchased a Mexican red knee tarantula. Those things exist, whatever that is. Tarantulas have knees, by the way. Um, and spent a lot of time studying and taking pictures. And then he said that was the first time in his life that he found something that makes him happy and mentally focused. And look, I don't want to yuck his yum, but ah, oh, an entire room dedicated to spiders. I mean, obviously all of the questions here, right? He said that um, those hundred tarantulas came from spiders. Spiderlings. You know what that is, right? Baby tarantulas. Baby. The little little freaky, small little spiderlings. That's where he's getting all his spiders from. How do they not get out? What if they get out? What if they crawl under the... What if they take over your house? How do you know you're safe when you're sleeping? How do you know they're not crawling into your mouth and making little spiderlings in there? Why, Why would anyone... Okay, to each their own, I guess. Uh, but no, I don't support that. I'm not about it. I really am not about it. Uh, I'm going to leave you with a final uh, recommend. I haven't finished it yet, but everyone recommended it to me. Inventing Anna. Woo! That's good. It's a really good show on Netflix, obviously based on a uh, true story. There's a lot of people out there scamming big time execs and stuff out of millions of dollars all these stories popping up on netflix and all over the place we hear about it all the time but wow it's definitely something worth checking out on netflix if you have a recommend for me slide into the dms and let me know there i got a lot of changes going on in my life and um more to come making some big scary changes so i'll pop in from time to time we'll just do these short quick hits chat about some big stories going on in the world and um Keep the conversation going, sliding into the DMs and all the things. Bye, everybody. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast. But we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better... Check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com and listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.